0: Have no fear of missing out. The shows about FOMO, your hosted by Brian I tell you what you don't know. And now your host I social Fan. Welcome back to another episode of FOMO Fans. My name is Brian Fanzo, better known as iSocialFans on the Twitters, on the Instagrams, on the websites. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Instagram. If you guys uh, are on the Instagrams, make sure you check me out. iSocialFans with a Z. I also have a speaker account on Instagram. Uh, you can search. Just search uh You know my first name, last name, and you guys can check me out there. And uh, uh, this is episode 87. And on this episode, I'm going to talk about what I believe is the most underutilized aspect of social media, not just in 2018, but I believe it's one of the most underutilized aspects over the last couple years of social media. And this isn't just for social media marketers. If you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, um, if you're a small, medium-sized business owner, maybe you're looking for a job. Um, Maybe you are a, manager and wanting to know more about your company. And I think this is something for me that is close to my heart. Uh, and the reason I brought this up just so that we can set the stage for this episode of FOMO fans is that... I just closed a really big um, contract uh, for 2019 using this one technique or this one aspect of social media. And if I wasn't utilizing it, more than likely, I would have never even known that this uh, lead existed. I would have never even known um, that it was something that um, I could have turned into a lead. And, and in my world, you know, I am a, uh, I'm a full-time public speaker. I host these two podcasts. And so for me, I, I feel like I'm constantly in business development mode, which means uh, you know, I speak at an I, at a event. That event usually doesn't hire me back-to-back years, so I have to turn that one speaking engagement into multiple speaking engagements, uh, and then hope and then you know, each month try to book out more speaking gigs in future years. But for this this concept, what I'm going to talk about in this episode, it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what your business is. You could be selling services, you could be selling a product, um, you could be selling pretty much anything. And here's here's the crazy part is this, this, this aspect of social media can be used for social selling. It can be used for business development. It can be used for employee advocacy. It can be used for customer service. Um, I'm actually giving a talk at, uh, social media marketing world, uh, the largest social media event in the world. Uh, next year, uh, in March, I'm giving a talk on turning your fans into influencers. And this concept is going to be one of the biggest, uh, you know, Parameters of my talk, and here's the thing: it's you know and social media. The thing about social media, I think social media gets a bad rap because people always talk about you know, oh, social media is about posting all your uh, you know grass is green on the on, on the other side, and posting all of the highlight reel and talking about all the good stuff. And 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 I I've always looked at social media, you know. And here's something that I wanted to kind of set the grounds for: is if you want to be great at social media, I firmly believe you must consume more than you create or post. Let me say that again. I believe social media and its value is about consuming information, consuming, you know, entertainment, consuming uh inspirational information, commute, consuming uh education. I also look at podcasting in that in that same light where I think podcasting has some amazing benefits when it comes to um learning and education and and for so many people when they talk about how bad social media is, here's the thing I want everybody to remember is that on social media, in your personal feed, right, on your Facebook feed, on your Twitter feed, on your Instagram feed, even on your LinkedIn feed, here's the thing that I want to remember is that when people give social media a bad rap and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm hearing all these trolls and I'm following all these people that are talking bad, here's the thing to remember. You have the choice. You have the choice on who you follow on social media. If you don't like people talking about a certain topic, don't follow them on social media. That's something that we have the power in, right? We can <clears throat> Control who we follow, whose information we see. And I'm a big believer in that. If someone's, if someone, I'm a positivity guy. I'm a grass is green. I'm an optimistic person. If someone posts a lot of crap, negative crap, or is bashing other people on social media, I just unfollow them. That's, I believe we have that power as individuals to not control, but to filter and and really provide some parameters around what we are consuming um, as social media consumers. As social media users, but here's the thing that I want to talk about on this episode that I believe is the most underutilized aspect of social media today, and it closed me a fifteen thousand dollar gig just in the last ten days. This one aspect, uh, and I'm gonna even tell you the tool that I use. I'm gonna tell you the so I'm gonna tell you even the little trick that I used um, to make this happen. But the number one thing that I believe is underutilized in social media in 2019 or 2018, 2019 doesn't matter when you're listening to this podcast is the power of social listening, the power of social listening, the power of social listening is extremely valuable. And here's the thing, when someone says social listening, they're like, well, Brian, I, I, Reply to all my mentions on on Twitter, and if someone comments on my Facebook post, um, I I reply back. And here's the thing: that's engagement. What I'm talking about is listening when people either don't realize that you're listening, or listening because people want to be heard, yet they might not they might not put it out there, right? And so that's kind of the things that 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 you have to kind of leverage, and you have to understand is that social listening. And 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 here I'm gonna break you down. I'm gonna give you. Some tools. I'm gonna to tell you my favorite, the favorite um, software that I use for this. Uh, a couple of these tools uh, are free. A couple of these tools are tools that I pay for. Uh, I'm also gonna talk about social listening beyond the big four social networks. Because here's the thing, I believe today, and and people talk about millennials. Millennials are always complaining. Millennials are always posting on social media, um, complaining about whatever. Or I believe just as many people are saying good things on social media about brands and businesses as they are saying bad things, I just don't think we're listening at the right place. I'm always amazed uh, on Twitter specifically, people will talk about a brand positively and not you know, at mention them, not put the at sign behind them because they're not looking for that brand to reply back. Um, when they have something negative to say more often than not, they include the at sign at Nike, uh, at Dunkin Donuts, at, you know, these are my favorite brands. so I don't know why I would say uh, people are complaining about those, but that's something to think about is that and so when I look at social listening, I look at social listening and saying, how can I listen when people are talking about me and I'm not there? Or how can I use software to tell me when people are mentioning me and, and they're putting it out there and I might not be part of it? And here's how it worked for me. And I'm gonna tell you guys how I closed a deal in the last 10 days for using, this, so using social listening. So you guys know my last name is Brian Fanzo. Fanzo, I have an O at the end. But interestingly enough, my business... And really, my personal brand has been built around I, Social Fans, which, is my, which was originally my Twitter handle, which became my business, which is my website, uh, and everything else around that. But the, the name Fanzo uh, is often easily, um, incorrectly uh, spelled. Uh, for some reason, people like putting an R after the F. So they call me Franzo. Uh, you know, and, I, and I think that's part of the, the dialect when, you're, you know, when I say it on the phone, I have to spell it out like F as in Frank. ANZO. So oftentimes people put an R in between, you know, Brian Franzo. The other thing that that, that often happens because my, my company is iSocialFans with a Z. Sometimes people will met, will talk about me and say iSocialFans with an S. Or they'll even say things like "I've social fanzo" because they assume you know it's Brian fanzo, it's I social fanzo. So what had happened was, and this is actually an even funnier twist of this conversation, is that someone posted on a on a small, I wouldn't even say a smaller social network. Let's clarify this. Someone posted on a public Reddit board on a public Reddit account about how amazing, quote unquote, amazing of a speaker I was, and how blown away they were when they saw me speak um, at an event uh, earlier this year and that they were really interested in hiring me to speak, but they didn't know how much, a speaker like me costs to bring to their corporate event to to train or to to inspire their executive leadership. But interestingly enough, this is how they spelled my name on Reddit. They didn't at mention me. They didn't put you know they did, I have a Reddit account. They didn't put uh, you know and Reddit's an, uh, anonymous. But what they put is they put Brian Franz Franz. So Brian Franz F R A N Z. Um, Brian Franz who owns a company social fans, and they forgot the I off the social, or I social fans, and they forgot the Z at the end, they put an S. They put Brian Franz I social fan or social fans is a great speaker but I can't seem to find him online. Does anyone know how much it would cost? Anyone know how that all that, well, that would work? Well, interestingly enough, I was using software and I I was plugged in and I I always search my first name last name, I search my first name last name misspelled, I search my my company name misspelled and I got a trigger through one of my Google alerts that said Brian this this person was mentioning you in your misspelled context. So what I did immediately was reached out and said, thanks so much for the great feedback. You know, where did you hear? Uh, where did you see me speak? Uh, what questions can I answer for you? And we, we started to have a great dialogue. And here's one of the things that I did is I kept the dialogue on this Reddit uh, forum because that's where this person was engaging. That's where this person was having the conversation. Uh, luckily enough for me, I had a couple people jump into the conversation um, and vouch for me as a speaker. They, they said some very nice things. And then that person said, hey, can we switch this to email? And I will tell you, this is about nine or 10 days ago from when I'm recording this episode. Uh, I signed them. I signed a contract with them for speaking at their corporate event, November of 2019, all because I was listening on, on the social platforms to someone that didn't even spell my name correctly, my last name or my company, but someone that was talking about me and I was able to find that thanks to using a social listening tool. I was able to engage with them where they were at and then after I engaged with them where they were at, I was able to start a conversation, I was able to, to provide enough value that they wanted to take it to email and I've now signed a contract with them. And so the power of social listening and this is something I firmly believe in, it's not even just social media. Like I have I'm using a tool called BuzzSumo. And I'm gonna mention a bunch of tools. Um, and I'll make sure I include the tools in the show notes of uh this podcast as well. But I use a tool called BuzzSumo. And anytime someone mentions my name or my company on their blog, on their website, on their social network accounts, I get an alert. I get an email into my email box. I also they also have a really fancy dashboard. And that's for me is because not only do I want to share, um, content that someone mentions me, oftentimes I'm quoted in different articles, but this is also will include things where someone might be misquoting me or someone might be stealing my content and posting it on another network. And I'm able to track that on there. And so I firmly believe social listening is one of the greatest underestimated uses of, of social. And here's the thing you cannot, if you, if you're an entrepreneur, I use it also to understand what my competition is doing. I like to use it and say, okay, what is my competition doing on social media? What are they doing on their website? One of my favorite tools for competitive analysis when it comes to social listening is a tool called Rival IQ. Rival IQ is a great tool because I can put people that are like me that have a business like me that are doing certain things in business, I can put them in this tool, Rival IQ. And what's really cool is it'll give me an email Anytime someone changes their their bio in their social media accounts, anytime they update the the language on their website, anytime they add new pages, add new blogs to their website, anytime they change the narrative of, of what they what they're putting out there, it also shows me their social media growth. So it tells me how many followers they have, how much their engagement has gone up, how much um you know is going down. So here's the thing: Rival IQ is a great tool for for competitive analysis. You're able to use this tool. You're able to listen to what your competition is doing. And that's one of my favorites that are out there. Uh, there's another tool called Zoomf. Zoomf is a great tool that I use to listen on certain hashtags. So whenever I want to speak at an event um, the following year, when I want to speak at an event, so right now, you know, I always like looking at 2019 and saying, hey, this is an event that I want to speak at. What I do is I follow the hashtag for that event and I listen to what people are talking about. Out. I try to figure out who the event manager is. I try to figure out what type of speakers they had this year. And I put that on my radar for who I want to reach out to next year. But ZoomF is a great tool because not only does it give you information, and that's ZoomF with a, a Z-O-O-M-P-H. ZoomF. Uh, so the three tools I've mentioned is Buzz, Sumo, B-U-Z-Z, S-U-M-O. And then I mentioned Rival IQ, which I use for competitive analysis. And then this tool is called ZoomF. The other thing that ZoomF does that's really nice is that if I'm following a hashtag for an event or even a hashtag for your company or maybe you're in fitness and you can follow a hashtag fitness or maybe in your local area there's a sporting event going on and you want to follow everyone uh, you want to look at everyone that's tweeting about that event and then you can see things like what are the most possible one of the most popular social accounts that these people in my target audience are following on social media or maybe you want to you want to see what are the most popular Websites that are shared by my target demographic. Zoom actually provides that information for you. It's a great tool. Uh, they're based out of here uh, in Northern Virginia. I've been over to their office a couple times. A uh, huge fan of them. A couple other tools that you can use around this um, there's a great tool for Reddit called Reddit Keyword Monitor. So you can use a, a keyword monitor on Reddit. Uh, Reddit has a lot of unfiltered conversation um, about your brand, about your company. So I'm a big uh, fan of there. Uh, Agoro Pulse is a tool that I've been using a lot lately for scheduling content. But Agoro Pulse also does a great job of providing you kind of an inbox, kind of like an email version of every time someone talks about you, every time someone mentions you. Um, one of my most popular search, I, I search almost weekly on Twitter, is I search my first name last name on Twitter just to see people talking about me that haven't mentioned my account. Because here's the thing, and this is what I want to I want to bring this full circle for everybody that's listening is social listening, it's great to reply to everybody that mentions you on social. That's great. And I think everyone, you know, you should reply to every single um, time someone talks about you or mentions you. But even more importantly, if someone's talking about you publicly and not mentioning you and you jump into the conversation, not only does it show that you're aware of what, how to use social media, but the other thing that's really cool about doing this is it allows you to show that you care about conversations, even though it's not a public conversation. And I'm always a big believer, even if it's a hater, if you can address the conversation, right? And this is something I talked, I mentioned earlier, people always blame millennials, right? They always want, they want attention. Here's what millennials on social media really want. They want acknowledgement, they want to be acknowledged that their voice is heard. So if someone is talking about your company and you don't have an answer or maybe you're like, wow, they're just complaining, let them know like, hey, thanks for talking about us. Uh, unfortunately, that's not a feature that we have. Unfortunately, that's not a product that we sell or maybe I'm sorry that you had a bad uh, experience. I just wanna let you know that I'm taking your feedback and I'm reporting it back to my team and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure that we are well aware of this and this does not happen again. It's, here's the, here's the, the mistake. Mistake that most of us are making is that it's we ignore it, right? We think that if we don't mend, if we don't reply, then they'll go away. And what happens is today's socially enabled user gets fired up and they're like, oh, they don't care about me? All right, I posted on Twitter. They don't care. Now I'm gonna bash them on Facebook. Oh, they still don't care. Now I'm gonna write a blog post about them. I'm gonna talk about them in my podcast. Whatever it may be, but simply just acknowledging them and letting them know that their voice is heard will not only stem the the negative feelings from being shotgun into the world into a and into a massive negativity, but it, it's a great place to turn a, a, a hater or an unhappy customer into a, a happy customer into a fan because here's here's something that I talk about a lot on stage is that it's more important to to invoke emotion either good or bad than getting a whole bunch of lukewarm feelings and I know for some of you that you might be listening to this and you might be like well Brian in my company in my business we don't you know that's not that doesn't work our people aren't on social media here's what I'm gonna tell you and I firmly believe this if you truly care about your customers if you truly if you truly care about listening to your customers and getting feedback I promise you they are talking about you on social right now you're just not looking in the right place or you're not willing to look in the right place and on top of that if you are willing to look in the right place you have to come at it with an open eyes and I, and, I, and I've always said this and, and this is something this is definitely going I mean, my soapbox in 2019 is that I believe the world needs more empathy. And I think everyone realizes that. But to be empathetic, we must put ourselves in the shoes of the other person so that we can understand their environment, what's going on. I mean, just because someone had a bad experience doesn't mean it was 100% your fault. It could have been because they were having a bad day or maybe they're going through a divorce or maybe they're feeling lonely during the holidays, whatever it may be, often. Oftentimes, if we don't put ourselves in the shoes of that person, it's really hard for us to to get all of the context. And so I think we have to take an empathetic view with everything that we're doing for social listening. But on top of that, I also think we have to go to where they're talking about us and have the conversation there. I've seen a lot of brands, one of the things that I've seen brands do is brands will hear that they're mentioned on a social network. And rather than going there and, and, uh, and talking, Talking to them and, and having a conversation, they just reply back and say, um, "Can you call my customer service number?" Well, no, I'm talking about you on Twitter. I want to have this conversation on Twitter, and that doesn't mean that you can't take it the Twitter DM. It doesn't mean that you can't take it privately, but you have to at least respect them enough to have the conversation with them on the platform that they are currently engaging because. If you want a positive interaction with somebody in today's world, in 2018, if you want a positive interaction with somebody online, here's, here's a secret, and I'm going I'm to bring this episode a full circle on that. You must engage with people where they prefer to engage, not where you prefer to engage. The amount of people that tell me, well, Brian, I don't like um, using Facebook Messenger for business. And, I, and here's my answer. Who um, Who cares? I'm sorry that you don 't like it, do your customers like using Facebook Messenger for business? I can tell you for me, I do a ton of my conversations on Facebook Messenger for my business um, I use uh, LinkedIn din- uh, in mail and Facebook Messenger are probably the two most popular places for me you It does not matter what you prefer to communicate. If you want a positive answer from your audience and from your community and you want to create a positive conversation, if you want someone to say yes to you, you must communicate with where they prefer to communicate, not where you prefer to communicate. And I think that's where a lot of brands, a lot of people make the mistake is they think it's all about them and really it's all about the customer. And you know, the customer is always right, but if you here's the thing, if you if you make them communicate where you like to communicate, you've already forced them to do something and last time i checked if you are someone that is a consumer today do you like being forced to do something or being told what to do hell no you don't and that's a massive mistake that i see brands making uh, on listening the other thing is you have to listen to where your where where these conversations are happening where your audience is just because you have accounts on facebook you have accounts on twitter you have an account on instagram you have a you have a linkedin account Just because those are the only four accounts you have doesn't mean those are the only four places people are talking about your business. I can promise you, people are talking about you on Reddit. People are talking about you on Quoro. People are talking about you on Pinterest. People are talking about you on Tumblr. People are talking about you on on Slideshare. People are talking about you on medium.com. People are talking about you on their blog. And so here's the thing. I hope to inspire you to set up some parameters. You can use simple Google Alerts, or if you guys like to use if this, then that, IFTT, um, you can use if this, then that and say, if someone mentions this brand or this business or my name in this order, send me an email. And you can you can use an RSS feed for that, right? So you can set up an IFTT, uh, if this, then that um, piece as well. Remember the, the other tools that I talked about? I, I talked about Google Alerts. I talked about BuzzSumo. I talked about Zoom. Those of you that are using Sprout Social, if you're using Sprout Social, one of the social media um, scheduling tools, Sprout Social recently bought uh, a company out of Seattle and they're doing some amazing things uh, with uh, social listening as well. So uh, check out Sprout Social's ability to do that. Agora Pulse does social listening really well. Hootsuite, if you're using Hootsuite, Hootsuite has about 12 different plugins that you can plug into your Hootsuite dashboard so that you can listen to sessions you can listen to certain keywords. You can l- listen to certain phrases. But here's the thing: if you truly care about your customers and you want to grow your business in 2018 and beyond, I believe social listening can not only be beneficial for a customer service, uh, employee advocacy, influencer marketing, but it can be it can actually close you business and the reason I believe that is I just closed a $15,000 gig in the last 10 days because I was listening on Reddit and someone mentioned my name and I had that conversation if that's not proof I don't know what is social listening is about letting people know that you care and can, and going to where they are when they're having conversation I would love to hear your thoughts on that thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 87 aka episode Sydney Crosby uh, on the FOMO fans podcast thanks as always for leading, leaving a review on uh, Apple's iTunes or following me on any of the social networks uh, like I said I'm a big believer in uh, you don't have to follow me everywhere pick your favorite social network search for I, social fans with a Z follow me on that channel and I will uh, look forward to your comments uh, if you have ideas for the show if you have recommendations for future episodes make sure to hit me up I, I truly appreciate it I did broadcast this episode on Facebook live as well as Periscope uh, I will be going live back on Periscope on a more regular basis um, throughout the rest of the year so if you guys are on Twitter or on Periscope make sure you're following me on there as well because uh, I'm a big believer in pressing the damn button and as I launched my first book, Press the Damn Button, uh, in 2019, I'm going to make sure I'm pressing the damn button a little bit more over there on Periscope. So until next time, my friends, make it a great day. Remember, go above and beyond to show people you care about them, either other businesses, other people, other customers, other clients. If you show you care, you'd be amazed at how simply showing you care can lead to building a relationship, to building sales, to building amazing conversations. My name is Brian Fanzo. Make it a great day, my friends. Cheers.